Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. That's former Blue Superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers. He's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on what has been a busy day in the baseball world. Big news coming out of Chicago. Theo Epstein has officially decided to step down a year earlier than people were anticipating. The Cubs looking like they are going into a rebuilding cycle. And with that as the backdrop, we go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by David Schoenfeld, senior writer for ESPN.com. Dave, always appreciate the time, man. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. Happy Tuesday. How are you? Yeah, doing well. So let's start with the Theo Epstein news. What do you think this signals for the for the Cubs? Are they about to go into a true rebuild, in your opinion? Well, yeah, that was the big question, you know, even if he was going to stay there for another year. What do they do, obviously, with Rizzo, Bryant, Schwarber, Baez, all free agents after 2021? Uh, they have the most difficult choices to make uh, of any team this offseason. So, yeah, one reason that Theo said he's stepping down, get out of the way, let Jen Hoyer uh, take over and do what the organization needs to do. Now, what will that be? I don't know. Some of those guys are going to be hard to trade because of their salaries, or in the case of Bryant and Baez in particular, they had really bad 2020 seasons. Their trade value has plummeted. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting uh, three months here for the Cubs. So then the next question to follow up to this is where does Theo Epstein land on his feet? Because, you know, you look at some teams that are out there that don't have the president or general manager. And I, I spit it out earlier today that, dang, he's going to end up with the Mets and he's going to try and build a championship <laughs> there. But I do know he has had interest in the past of being an owner. So where do you think he lands? Yeah, yeah. So the Mets and Phillies do have an opening. You know, the others are reporting he's going to take a year off. You know, our, our own Jeff Passan obtained a letter that Theo had emailed the friend saying he look, he's looking forward next summer to not having to go to the ballpark every day for the first time in 30 years. So all indications are he's not going to land with the Mets and the Phillies. He's going to take a year off. So then what? You're right. Um, there's a potential that he joins some kind of ownership group. Um, I think a lot of people have also speculated through the years that he joins the league office. He's always been a guy very interested in not only the future of the game, but how the game is operated, you know, whether it's the rule changes, the relationships between the owners and the players, he could get involved in that area. Um, of course, way back when, People rumored he'd get into politics, although he always dismissed that idea. Yeah, I would lean towards ownership or getting into the league office in some fashion. 
We're talking to David Schoenfeld, senior writer for ESPN.com, joining us here on 101 ESPN. David, I guess the natural follow-up here in St. Louis, at least kind of localizing this, is, okay, so the Cubs potentially going into a little bit of, even if it is a soft rebuild this upcoming season, looks like Trevor Bauer probably not going to be back in Cincinnati. Are the Cardinals going to go into next year, even without significant upgrades, as the pretty clear favorite in this division? Yeah, you know, it's funny. The NL Central is, is pretty mediocre last year, right? Nobody hit, and you nailed it. You know, the Cubs, I think you're right. Soft rebuild is probably the way I would phrase it. They're not going to go all in for sure. The Brewers, they're they're in a bind right now. They've really run up their payroll the last couple of years. They don't have room. They lost a lot of money last year. I look for them to kind of, at the minimum, just stay put and maybe even make a couple of trade-offs like a Josh Hader. So, yeah, the Cardinals, <laughs> you know, and I know people weren't happy with what happened last year, you know, a lot of uh, bumps along the way, of course. But, yeah, they, they if they make a couple moves, I'm with you. I think they might go into the 2021 season as the favorite. Yeah, look, I don't even know if they have to be substantial moves for that if if the rest of the division is kind of trending in the other direction. But my buddy here, BK, he has (laughs) absolutely beat up a Francisco Lindor trade to the Cardinals. In your opinion... Who uh, wants that guy? What what would it take from the Cardinals to acquire Lindor? And is it actually even a possibility? Or is my buddy here just, you know, drinking too much of Grandpa's cough syrup? (laughs) Well, let me. I should. I should cheat and go look. My colleague Brad Doolittle had a piece today on the potential Lindor craze. I don't know where he ranked the Cardinals. They were but, like eleventh. Uh, they were too low. <laughs> yeah. I, did he have Dylan Carlson in that deal? Because that's who Cleveland's going to ask for. But St. Louis is going to say no to that. You're not going to trade. Yeah, you know, he said six, basically six one years. of Lane Thomas, Tyler O'Neill, Bader, or Austin Dean, along with potentially Paul DeYoung for Francisco Lindor. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's a little more reasonable. Look, it, it, you know, it's hard to trade in a way these superstar players, which sounds like a weird thing to say, but they make a lot of money. I think Lindor is going to make about what twenty-three million or mm-hmm. something estimated this year. You know, so that's a lot of money to take on. Plus, are you going to give you know talent back? You know, so those are really tough decisions for for teams to make. Uh, but yeah, if you, you know, Lane Thomas, he's okay. You know, you're not going to miss him. Young's, I think a very underrated player. So you're giving up value there, but you're getting, you know, a, a potential MVP caliber player. So yeah, St. Louis, look, they, they rolled the dice a couple years ago on Goldschmidt kind of mixed reviews, maybe on that deal. I don't know if they have the, uh, the, uh, cojones to make another big trade like that. So, David, when they don't make that trade, because they're not going to, let's be honest, um, <laughs> what what are the guys that are under the radar? I mean, we're looking at the, the bargain bin types of deals, that's probably going to be where they're shopping this offseason if they decide to add externally. Who do you think could help this team? They need slugging. They need somebody potentially that could play third base. Uh, you could use somebody that could be a DH if that ends up being universal. Who are some guys that you would look at that are on the market that might be a little cheaper, four, five, six million dollar range that could come in and help this offense? Yeah, I think you had mentioned this in uh, the email you sent me yesterday. You know, Doc Peterson, what Cardinals I have it up here. They're outfielders last year, 23rd in the majors in OPS. Obviously, as a team, I believe they were last in at least the National League in home runs. They need power. 
Uh, Jock Peterson, he's a platoon guy, so that's a that's a strike against him. But 36 home runs two years ago, um, left-handed bat. You always want those, you know, so he can fill in at left field for DH. Uh, so I think he's a guy, but he's going to be more than five or six million, I think. Um, and it might take a two-year deal to get him away from the Dodgers. Um, third base, I mean, Justin Turner's out there. You know, I think he returns, you know, to L.A. in the, in the end, and he's another guy probably takes a two-year deal. Uh, so those are a little more high-end. I'd have to go through my second-tier free agents to fit a, a cheap guy. Maybe there's somebody in mind. What about Tommy LaStella or Jonathan Scope? Yeah, yeah, LaStella, I love. He's a really underrated player, hardest guy in the league to strike out. He's added a little power the last couple of years. Not a great defender, but he can play third. Um, he's a really nice fit. You know, again, I think you look at, at, you know, maybe two years, $20 million for him. There's going to be a lot of interest because he's, he's a good – kind of secondary player on a championship quality team. David, I was told that this market was going to be suppressed. (laughs) I know. I could be, look, I could be totally wrong, but Drew Smiley just got $11 million. He's had five good starts in the last four years. And he got, you know, look, if you're willing to sign for one year, at least the early signings with uh, Robbie Ray and and, uh, Smiley are like, the money might be there for a one-year deal. I'm so glad you brought that up. That was actually going to be my next question because I I thought the same thing yesterday as I was looking at a one-year $11 million deal for Drew Smiley. Like, how is he getting that? (laughs) He's 31. He started 26 games over the last three years. He was good last year, but it came in 26 innings. How is that guy getting $11 million if this is going to be some sort of a suppressed market? Yeah, that shocked me. You know, uh, look, I know he was really good, but it was 26 innings, you know. And I looked up his opponent. He faced a lot of bad lineups except for one game against the Dodgers, you know. So, but the numbers were great. You know, it's it's a roll of the dice, you know, and the Braves – Look, they did this last year. They signed Will Smith right off the bat. So maybe they just want to get something done because that makes the rest of your offseason easier to plan out if you know you've plugged the hole. But, yeah, I was shocked at that that dollar amount. David, some of the the percentages came out for the Baseball Hall of Fame. And a name we're familiar with here is Scott Rowland. Yep. What what are the percentages on a guy like Scott Rowland getting to the Hall of Fame? I feel like he deserves it, but I feel like he gets overlooked a lot. Yeah, I, I did a little preview yesterday. I did not write about Scott Rowland, um, but he's one of those guys. I would vote for him. I, I'm a couple years away from having to vote, so that doesn't help. <laughs> but uh, he's trending in the right direction. And I think the big key for a guy like him, who's a borderline guy, is in the last few years, they've cleared a lot of names off the ballot. 13 players have been elected in the last four years. So we look at this year's ballot, it's really thinned out. You know, throw out Bonds and Clemens and your, whatever your view is on those two. Otherwise, there's not any slam dunk Hall of Famers. So that's going to help, help Kurt Schilling, and it's going to help guys like Scott Rowan and Billy Wagner get their percentages up. And then once your percentage starts going up, you just kind of get on that steamroll, you know. So I think he's in a pretty good shape. If he gets up to around 50% this year, I think he then gets in in a few years. Do you think anybody gets in this year, David? I think Shelley's probably the only guy. He was 70% last year, so he's 5% uh, away. 
I know there's there's a lot of controversy, but he took a big leap last year. And again, the ballot's weak. Voters want to vote for somebody. You know, very few people want to send in a blank ballot, right? So showing to me is probably the only guy that gets in. And we got to put that bloody sock in the hall, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. And look, aside from his uh, social media feeds, I think he's a deserving Hall of Famer. His postseason resume is unbelievable. Baseball only, he deserves to get in. Well, David, we appreciate the time, man. We look forward to talking with you again soon. Hopefully, eventually, baseball gets it together and we're actually going to have some real moves to be able to talk about. But we'll be reading you over on ESPN.com. Thanks so much for the time today, man. All right. Thanks, guys. You got it. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.